Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Unpack That with Brie and Kat. It's me. It's Kat. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> and today, we're going to be discussing, we got a fun one for you guys, toxic, toxic gym, gym culture and social media toxicity yes, as well. Yes. We're gonna sprinkle toxic that in. Culture. Yeah. Brie is going to start us off today. We've got just a couple things to cover that we think, you know, will be relatable and, you know, hopefully... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully I, I lost my thought on that one, but <laughs> no. Right, go ahead. We're hoping that this is gonna be a really relatable topic because we feel that especially like in this day and age, social media and gym culture kind of go hand in hand because they're so social media is just so popular these days. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's good, but a lot of stuff that's not so good with social media and gym culture so it's just not talked about enough yeah and i think we need to discuss it and kind of normalize things that aren't so normal yeah because addressing it instead of just like being a part of the problem yeah like Like, i think a lot of times people just kind of sweep it under the rug and just ignore the situation and they don't even really realize how toxic it can be so yeah because it's like if it doesn't affect them directly but it's like yeah it's like the bystander effect like we talked about the last one, like, mm-hmm. but anyway. Okay, so what's your first one? So the first one I have on the list is the comparison game. Ooh. Yeah. So basically, just if you're looking at somebody else's social media and you're comparing yourself to them and kind of beating yourself up, like if you don't necessarily look exactly like them or you're comparing your year two to their year five, And you're not really taking a step back and thinking, okay, well, maybe this person's put in more years than I have. Maybe this person has worked with a professional longer than I have, and they've actually had the proper guidance compared to me, or maybe they've taken it more seriously than I have. Like, there's so many factors that can go into a person's um, progress and, like, where they're at with their their fitness journey. And I think a lot of times we don't like step back and look at it from a realistic standpoint we're just comparing what we see in the now and we're not looking at okay well this person's done more work this person's done a lot more things than I have and so it can be really discouraging to somebody especially if you're just starting and you're seeing all these like fitness influencers that look amazing and they have these rock and bods and these great glutes and these tiny little waists and you're not like considering other factors of it um and it, it can be like not even just like them doing it a long time but like photoshop and editing and angles or there's a lot of pads yeah i sent her a video the other day and it was this like fitness commercial for these leggings and the the guy was putting these butt pads in this girl's leggings it was those um everybody's seen them they're like those gray scrunch butt like textured leggings you've seen if you're on tiktok or anything you've seen them yeah and her butt went from nothing to like an amazing set of glutes. Yeah. Within like a half a second, they exactly. put these giant butt pads. And it's it's just I think advertisement plays on people's insecurities. Oh yeah. Like I think that's just the whole point. Of course, yeah. <laughs> they they want you to think like, oh well, if you buy these leggings, your butt's gonna look this great. And it's like, yeah, well, maybe if you give me the butt inserts too, yeah. <laughs> give me a link to that. <laughs> And then my butt the butt pad just... below. Do I get a discount code for buying both? It's like, why don't you just like sell the butt pads and not yeah. the leggings? Because the be real, pads. yeah, be real, exactly. Be fucking for real, just sell butt pads. Yeah, don't sell leggings that like because her butt literally looked non-existent. Yeah, and then it did. 
Like, and there's, think of, like, so many girls that order these leggings thinking they're going to have, like... What's going to come with it? Yeah, the butt's going to come with it. Like, they're going to look fantastic, and then they get it, and they're like, wow, what where's the fuck? I, where's my butt? Yeah. It, did it get lost in, in the in, in the shipping? Yeah. <laughs> did they forget to put it in the yeah. box? Like, where's the butt? <laughs> Calls Dude. customer support. Excuse me, I'm supposed <laughs> to get a butt with it. I want a refund. I want a refund. I didn't get the ass. <laughs> dude you know i was thinking too what you just said about the skinny waist thing like think about it too like if you see somebody like that commercial that girl was tiny yeah and she had a nice butt and then so girls that would have that same build might be thinking like oh my god i can achieve this or or girls that are bigger are thinking how like they're beating themselves up because it's like well how come i have to put on weight to have a big butt but not a small waist you know what i mean it's like yeah it's so unattainable for people but it's setting the standard of like haha like Look at what you think you can achieve, but really, that person doesn't even have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's toxic. And think about the model that had to do that. Like. Yeah. Like, that, that probably that plays on her insecurity, her too. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like, not good enough for this commercial. Yeah. Like, we have to give you a fake padded butt because you are not good enough the way you are exactly. naturally. Yeah. Exactly. And it sets some unrealistic standards for women. Yeah. And, like, I think Hollywood with the plastic surgery has done that a lot. Oh, my God. Like, because yeah. back in the day, it's. To me, it's funny, and I know we've talked about this, like, just looking at what 20 years ago, the standard of beauty was being really skinny. And if you were thicker, you were bullied. But now we've switched it. And if you're skinny or tiny, you get bullied. Mm -hmm. And you need to be, like, slim, thick. And you have to have, like, a tiny waist, but, like, the giant butt and, like, these giant legs. Yeah. Or else if you're not like that, you're shamed and you need to go eat a hamburger. Exactly. Like, our society cannot just be accepting of all bodies. We have to hate on somebody. And it's just, it always changes, like, whether yeah. we're going to bully the skinny girls or whether we're going to bully the heavier set women. Like It's like a trend. It's a trend, Which yeah. Which trend just, are we going with this year? Yeah, who are we going to bully and put down? Yeah. Like, we can't just be happy with, like, how people look. Yeah. And, like, yes, there's a line. Like, if you're too skinny, that's unhealthy. But also, if you're too fat, you're that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, I think, needs to be talked about. Like, it, when it's unhealthy and it's affecting your health, then that's when there's an issue. But we shouldn't be, like shaming women because if they're healthy and that's just how they are like that's how they are like it shouldn't be a standard of beauty to be a certain yeah type of look to fit into what and it's like okay everybody in hollywood's getting plastic surgery it's not even an attainable natural look so how come that's our standard of beauty unless we have money like we can't look like that we don't so we're all like (laughs) the body's not gonna look like a kardashian like naturally like we're not gonna have a giant ass and teeny little legs and a yeah. thin waist and boobs. And, like, what? a forehead that looks like a porcelain glass doll. <laughs> like, yeah. like, excuse me, I this want is that not... forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's not... It's so unrealistic and it's such a, like... It's so shitty and toxic to look at that and compare ourselves and be like, well, how come, no matter how we're hard I work... The next we're ch- yeah, we're, yeah chasing we're chasing something. the next forehead. <laughs> like, it's just so unattainable, too. We're just chasing, like... Something we're never going to achieve because it's like, that's not a realistic standard. We're chasing like self-love that we should already have. Yeah. Because think about it. If you're already, if you're already like, you shouldn't feel like you need to do any of that shit if you already feel good about yourself. Like, but it's like when we're constantly, it's being shoved down our throats that we need to have mm-hmm. this pair of pants, this set of, of, of booty, whatever. Like mm-hmm. you need to have a boob job. Like it's just like, 
nothing is ever good enough. You need to have a spray tan. You need to have lashes. You need to have, you know, uh, long, pretty hair line and, and big full lips. And yeah, long. you can never wear the same outfit twice. Yeah. Yeah. You have to drive the nicest car. Thank you. Exactly. It's like, like, Oh, you need to have a certain aesthetic in your apartment. Like even just like, just all these things, like just let people be normal. Like, like you don't need everything designer and you don't need to be living up to like what's quote unquote, the it girl like yeah. you can be your own it girl and not feel the need to buy every name brand item and not buy all this plastic surgery or get all this work done to like be that girl you can be your own authentic self and to yeah. me i think that's what makes you an it girl is when you're just yes. you and you're not fitting into like what a society has yeah. created to be that it girl because mm-hmm. like we shouldn't look at hollywood and be like hey that's what we need to do to be like that girl and fit yeah. in and same with guys like it goes both ways like you shouldn't look at somebody in hollywood or look at like these influencers and stuff and like try to just mimic what they look like and they're yeah. doing because i feel like then we're just falling into the trap of like being self-destructive almost yeah, yeah. and it's just not it's toxic so that's that was a good one yeah that comparison really game is just like don't compare yourself it's to deeper. like it's yeah deep. it's deeper than just being like oh i want to you know, it's it's just it spirals. It spirals into like an identity crisis. I feel like yeah. Like yeah. you look in the mirror one day and you're like, what the fuck, what the fuck is that? I don't know, but yeah, I agree. Um, it's like oh my phone, my phone did turn off. Maybe I locked it. Um, okay, so my <laughs> also I made a okay. So I always put my phone in D and D, but I wanted to do like a special setting that's podcasting. And so people know I'm podcasting, but I just got notifications that came through, so I just switched it back to D and D. D and D never yeah. fails. Yeah, me, it, so. it doesn't. It's true. My phone just. My phone yeah, just and then we also off. switched it. I have my phone, so it doesn't lock automatically, so I can keep my list up. But catch hers will close after thirty seconds. So when we're doing the pod, she has to like open it and get back to her list. So we set it so it would not lock, but it Look just it locked. Did. We're getting played. Yeah, we are getting played. There's a, there's a fucking. We're ghost getting in here. <laughs> The cats are fucking with us. Okay, what's All your right. next one? Okay, so my first one is going to be, and just going back to kind of like what I've noticed from my time in the gym the last like five, six years is what kind of can turn, like turn the environment toxic, not a gym per se, but um, the kind of stigmas between each like division in the gym, like bodybuilders. Like your sports, yeah, your your choice of your sport of choice, um, mm-hmm. power lifters, and then just the regular people that go to the gym—they're just there for lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I as I've gone kind of deeper into the bodybuilding world, I've noticed that there's just things that are being said about each one that just should not be said because. And hear me out on here because I know people are going to be like, "Oh, well, that's just really sensitive. Like, you should be able to take a joke." But it's like. The 99% of people that do not do these sports like we do are listening. Like, think about the shit you're saying in the gym. Like, imagine you're with a group of your bodybuilder friends and then, or, or power lifters, whoever, a, po- a power lifter hears you talking shit about a bodybuilder and they're like, oh, she, did you see how much pasta she ate? Like, oh my God, that's so gross. Like, I thought she was like, you know what I mean? Like, or like, oh my God, like I look, you know, whatever, like if, the, the people around you hear how you're speaking about yourself, about the people in your gym, about your, your fellow lifters, like what, oh, that the crossfit, that's not even a real push pull up. Like, you know, just things like that. Like, it's like we hear, oh, oh, a power lifter. They just pick something up one time. It's not even that serious. Like if yeah. a new person, if the 99% of the gym has their headphones out, ha- just is 
you don't even know. They might not even be listening to anything. If they're listening to you and they hear that, that is so discouraging for somebody who is trying to get even a semblance of to the place that you're at. Even if you you're like I mean? an experienced lifter, like yeah. just I know like for me personally being like a bodybuilder and like hearing some of the negative things that like powerlifters say about us or just like crossfitters or yeah. just even normal people just like the toxic things they'll say about how we're so soap soap absorbed yeah or the normal the we're normal people but the, yeah like the people, lifestyle people can sometimes be like yeah that and like, like it goes for everybody just like i know bodybuilders were not innocent like we no, definitely no. i've talked shit about like other people well, yeah like yeah. not in a mean way but just like because you you harass each other and you joke around that's what i mean but there is a line where it's like okay it can get toxic and like what you're saying with like people hearing it yeah. I've heard stuff and it, it definitely hits home. Like it hurts yeah, a little bit when people hurts. talk like that. And yeah. it's like, we shouldn't as like, we're all there at the end of the day, even though they're different sports, it's all the same thing. It's yeah. all fitness and it's all fitness related. And we it's should all, all be respectable. Yeah. We like, should all support each other. It's if you have not gone through that person's journey, if you've never done one of those half pull-ups, if you've never picked <laughs> up 800 pounds off the ground, and if you've never had to to adjust your your food to where you're you, – if you haven't cut sugar out of your diet for months at a time and had to literally count macros, you cannot – you cannot Until you speak on that. 600 okay? calories and then two yeah. hours of stairs every Thank day, you. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's all respectable, and there needs to we, – we have to hold ourselves to that standard. Yeah, like, no, because it, it makes it so toxic for, like, yeah. everybody because yeah. it's, like – it's what it, it gets clicked off. Yeah, it's like, like high school. Yeah, we're like, adults. Oh, the power lifters and the bodybuilders. Yeah, oh, and then there's the lifestyle <laughs> people. They don't know what they're doing, and oh, like, and then the lifestyle people are like, oh, they have their tripods. They're weird. Like, dude, just shit yeah. like that. Like, it's just like, man, just just create. Like, we're all picking weight up and putting it down. Who cares? Like, it's just different ways. Yeah, like we're all, and at the end of the day, we're all working towards a goal, and we're all there to better our health and be like the best athlete in our physical healthy sport yeah like we shouldn't be putting each other down like yeah. there's you can have banter and give each other shit because like that's sportsmanship and that's fun oh, and like definitely. that's like, yeah like of course you're gonna give each other shit it's funny like, oh, how was your you know yeah, just, like how like, did you like i was benched today the yeah. only exercise you did for four hours yeah yeah like that's funny it's all in good fun yeah it's in good fun like, but how like was, how was your 80 sets of fucking <laughs> hip thrusts, of yeah. yeah like <laughs> yeah literally like it's 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 all good fun, but yeah. we also need to like respect each other at the same time yeah. and like Set not an example for the people. Yeah, we're looking up to you. Yeah, like you want them to respect your sport, then respect the sport of everybody in the gym. Well, it goes like, back to what we learned as kids: treat others how you want to be treated. Thank so you. it's like if you're not treating somebody with the respect that you want, you're expecting that back. That yep. makes no sense. You're not yep. going to get it. Exactly. So that's, that's yeah, a good one. That I liked that a lot. All right, you. my next one is Instagram is a highlight reel. So nobody's going to post bad shit on their Instagram. Like some people do. And like, I know for me, I've definitely tried to be like more vulnerable. And I know that Kat has as well with like different platforms and like trying to discuss things that aren't so like. Beautiful. Beautiful. Because life isn't always beautiful and there's like downs. And I think that we need to like talk about the shitty parts of life and the not so good stuff because that's what makes us humans. And I think if we're always looking at, like, Instagram influencers and just, like, our friends on Instagram and they're always, like, quote-unquote living the dream and going on vacations and buying the newest shit and, like, they always seem happy, like, you really have to take a step back and take it with a grain of salt because it they're only going to post good shit in their life and deep down you don't know, like, what's going on behind closed doors, like, their mental health, like, you you don't know. You yeah. can't, like, 
I've definitely fallen victim to this before and like looking at people and being like, especially the last couple months, like me trying to like break the norm and not go back to like a normal nine to five and actually do something I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And like, trust me, I have been very poor. I am very poor at the moment and like struggling to like figure out what I'm doing and why I'm doing this. And like, it's hard to like get on Instagram sometimes and see people that like, like this past weekend, a bunch of my friends went to, I love going to raves. They went to Subtronics and he's one of my favorite DJs. And I oh, Subtronics. Yeah, dude. Oh, you didn't tell me that part. I know. I would have gone to that. Dude, I wanted to. I love Subtronics. Tickets were like $70 for the first day and like 110 for the second. And I could have said my favorite DJ and then left out the part of who it was. And now I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) You should have kept that one to yourself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we couldn't have afforded it. Like, we could. Yeah. Like, out here chasing the dream with like three dollars yeah like i wanted to go so bad like i've seen him before so it wasn't like i missed like an opportunity to see it see him but like that's like my outside of the gym one of my hobbies is definitely going to festivals and raves and like i love to dance and like listen to dubstep and music and it just like is such a release for me and it really sucks like it honestly like it kind of hurt my heart like i didn't even get on social media and look at my friend's stories that went because i didn't want to see them there because I wanted to go really bad and like I've known about it for a couple months and I was like oh it's 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 far away like I'll have enough income like I'll have more online clients like I'll have money to go yeah and like the the date came and I'm just as down bad as I was a month ago and it's like it sucks yeah to like see that and be like well what am I doing wrong and like how come I can't live like these people and like why don't I have money to go to festivals and do things I want to do or how come I can't go travel or I want to buy the newest like clothes and the newest shoes and like fuck dude I haven't bought new clothes in months like it you know what I mean like it's hard to just see people already at the finish line yeah but it's like you don't know like did they put on a credit card are they going to debt to do these things like do they have a do they have parents that are yeah or like a significant other or or are they like yeah yeah. did they get this like what if they won something or like what if they have sponsors like we don't know yeah and so it's like you can't just plus a lot of people i think like in your case and definitely my case like i think people like for people that experience trauma we don't get to grow into who we are really and find like our purpose our thing that drives us until we realize that like until we realize like okay this trauma is holding us back so like with us it's like we were a little later to the game as far as like yeah figuring out where okay this is what this is what really drives us Mm -hmm. you know instead of just doing something that was comfortable like your nine to five it's like okay now if it's kind of like the thing you just said with like the 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 comparison game like comparing your two-year to the five-year like i think even for us like we have to remember like we're at the beginning like yeah. technically technically we really are at the beginning like you yeah. see people saying like oh i've been in marketing for eight years and you're like how the fuck are you yeah you know I mean? <laughs> like some especially it's like an age thing too like it's just you know people are going to be ahead for multiple reasons and it's like you know i completely get what you're saying you yeah know? so it's just trying to remind yourself that like instagram and what you see on social media is a highlight reel and it's yeah. not everybody's life isn't rainbows and butterflies no like not a single person on this planet has a rainbows and butterfly yeah. type of life. Like they're all going to go through like some type of hardship mentally, physically. Like it's yeah. just, you have to just remember that that's how life is yeah. and not to compare yourself to, cause I'm sure people look at your Instagram too. And they think that about you. Oh, depending yeah. on like, I mean, and that's kind of why like we like, I can't speak for you, but like we've talked about being more honest and real on our platforms and like actually showing the not so negative, like with this podcast, yeah. like talking about shit, 
that isn't perfect and that we struggle with and things we've gone through and things we're currently going through Yeah. because we need to normalize not having life all figured out, even though we're mid twenties. Yeah. Like it, it's Definitely. not, I thought as a kid, I'd have it all figured out. Oh yeah. I thought I would be married with children by now. Yeah. I, I am not even close like, to that. <laughs> I thought I had so much money. I thought Dude, like a yeah. Millionaire. Yeah. Like, so just pooping. Yeah. And you know, you're, you're so right about the social, like I remember so vividly someone telling me one time, like they would, someone messaged me back to one of my like stories on Instagram or Snapchat and they were like, your life looks so fun. And like, dude, I was in like the heart of being fucking like depressed. Like it, I was think I was in the middle of a manic episode. Like I, it was just, it was just like my mental health was the, the worst it had. It was, it had ever been, but yeah. like my life looked fun. So from what I was posting, I looked like I was having fun. So mm-hmm. it's like, I think that's so true. Like remembering like no matter what you're seeing somebody post, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And like they might just be posting. It's kind of like when you see couples posting like 24 fucking seven and you're like, oh my God, they must be so happy. And then like they just randomly break up and block each other. And it's like, it's kind of like that. Like you, sometimes yeah. you put, you present that image because you don't want somebody to know how dark it can be behind the scenes. So and that's not to say they're not ha- like having a fun life, but there's always something deeper going on. So um, yeah, definitely keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your, your um, next point? Okay, so let's do the influence. Okay, so we've all been to an influencer gym. Um, <laughs> the the gyms that only value the people who make their image look good uh-huh. instead of the, like, 99% of people who go So, there. like, like having like, favorites and shit? Yeah. And kind of treating people that of, treating of status people, better yes. than somebody that doesn't have necessarily the status. Exactly. And it's like, I get it. To an extent, but I've also been in gyms where I, I go to one right now. Um, Los Campionas, shout out. Shout like, out. <laughs> um, you know, like you walk in there and yeah, there are influencers and stuff like that, but you don't see any like, you don't see the managers walking around and sp- exclusively only talking to them and exclusively only letting them be in, you know, their their posts and things like that. Like it's like, it's inclusive of everyone and it's not just like, hey, look at our shiny people that come into our gym. It's like look at everyone, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we're going to, it's definitely close. I mean, the times I've been there, I couldn't walk in and tell you if there was any type of click or if the, everybody there is like, they're very to themselves and like, they're friendly, but like, you don't necessarily walk in and like, see the clicks automatically. Like yeah. I, every gym I've been to prior to that, really, if you spend enough time in it, you can kind of tell like the different, like, Oh, those are the power lifters. Those yeah. are the bodybuilders. Oh, those are the, what what do they call those kids? The shot sarm goblins. Like, sarm goblins with their dangly Wait, cross so earrings funny. and their curly little Jerry curl hair. Oh my god, is there a name for those? Yeah. And that they, is a whole entire group of, of yeah, they're, they're like this, this like 16, 17, 18 year old kids that are like with the dangly cross earrings that oh like with their tripods and like they just do upper body. Why am I just now finding out about this? I was I was like thinking yeah. this yesterday. My boyfriend showed me a dude that goes there and and he was like, oh, yeah, I don't know what he was saying about him. It was something nice, obviously. But um, I was like, that looks like I've seen a lot of dudes that look like Dude, that they Instagram. all look the same. Am I tripping or are they all kind of like look similar? I have similar. no like, idea. Is there a head influencer that looks like that and everyone's Dude, trying to, okay. Like, what is the deal? There I is, think it's like they're all younger, too. Dude, they're it's like a trend. Like 19s. I have no idea who, what podcast this, that, that was, they were talking about this. They, I don't know if it was my coach's podcast, Justin. Sarm, Sarm, Sarm Goblins. Sarm it's like Goblins. a meme. But they were talking about. 
Um, maybe it was, <laughs> so funny. <That's> so funny. <laughs> maybe they were talking about how it's like every guy in that age, they all look the same. They wear the young LA, they have the dangly cross earrings. They like guys. have like the dark sport clothes. They oh, like have like the curly no. little hair with the gel. They oh. all have, they do, they look identical. No, they do. And I'm like, what, where did you guys come up with this? Why? Like when you start working out, you do not need to look like that, but that's what they all oh. look like. And they're all like really ripped. Um, no. <laughs> really? Am I thinking? I mean, well, some of them. Some I've of them. I've seen the, all the ones that they, they're like tiny. I mean, like. Oh, like, shredded. Not like no, big. Shredded, okay, shredded. shredded. Yeah, yeah no, like, no. like oh, yeah, They're yeah. like the skinnies. They're like the, like, they just got like really tiny ripped right, waists. Yeah. Like, I've seen some of them that hard. They look like they're in prep. But yeah, like, but, but some of them. Big. I mean, well, they're younger. That's why. Like, they're younger. So it's. I don't think their body types are the same, but how they all dress is exactly the same. Definitely. And the hair. The, the hair, hair with the dangly cross earring. Yeah. And like their young LA. The, the young LA. Dude, and the dark sport. That's like literally like they yeah. all wear the same Driven. shit. Jeez. And they all, yeah, I'm like, why do you guys all want to look identical? Wow. Yeah. I wonder who set these. Some yeah. of them, I mean, I'm gotta, like, where do we think it's like with us? Like somebody is setting the trends with women that we're all wearing, you know, but we don't, it's not the same thing. Like I, I know exactly what you I was going to say. I ain't never seen another girl wear Timberland boots in the no, gym no, 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 before. No, no, definitely not. It's, <laughs> it's definitely not the same. But I'm, you, someone in I the gym like world we're, setting that trend. Like, we're women are a little bit more. We just have more fun with like our fits. Like yes, there's like the trend with like the big oversized tee t- tucked yeah, into the sport yeah. bra. Yeah, like that's but not pretty, one brand. But yeah, there's all different types of like t-shirts not and like one different. Earring. Yeah, it's not like one like not the one same dangly cross earring from Amazon. Like I actually ordered the same dangly cross earring from Amazon. Like <sighs> they're all the same. Like you know what I mean? I have learned so much in the last five minutes. <laughs> I'm so glad it wasn't <laughs> tripping. I was like, have no, you seen that person eight hundred times on dude. They're the Is same. This the same Instagram. Page? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm so glad. Okay, there's I no can... diversity with it, and it's kind of sad. Yeah, that's uh. Wait, what, what were you? Um. What yeah, were you so you just about? did your your point of the. Um, the toxic gym and the clicks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. My next one is filters and photoshops. Okay. Photoshops, plural. What the fuck? Photoshop. Just singular. (laughs) Photoshop. Um, and just being weary that people do edit their photos and like, don't fall into the trap of comparing yourself to something that's not even real. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to like Hollywood putting these expectations on like women specifically with like the fake bodies and like mm-hmm. that's the, that's the standard of beauty. Yeah. But it, for men and women, like I follow Goob and anybody that has Instagram, Goob. I'm sure he follows Goob and like he always outs anybody that doesn't have Instagram. People he calls them shit fluencers. People that Photoshop their bodies online and post it and like make him right now. make money off of. He has like a zillion. Is it G O O B? G O O B. Goob. Okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, he just, like, outs these people that will Photoshop their stuff and, like, make money from posting unrealistic shit. Like, there was a couple wellness pros that actually edited their stage photos. Wait, I'm and, looking like, at that right now. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, um, they, one of them actually made the other competitors look worse. She won that show. And Aww. she still edited her photos. And, like, yeah, so it just goes to show, like... Don't always believe everything you see that somebody posts online because they can easily doctor their photos and Photoshop and like pull their waist in or make their glutes look bigger or edit their skin or edit like they can do anything that they want to their photos and just make this whole they can basically catfish you. So just make sure that you're just weary of that and like take what you see online with a grain of salt and look for the wobbly lines and photos like something that looks edited might be edited. But yeah, that's yeah. Like, don't compare yourself to something that's not real because, like, you're just gonna sit there and just 
tear yourself apart over something that they don't even look like that, you know? So it kind of goes back to the whole, like, stare. I mean, like, even people think the things people are taking, they don't naturally look like that. Yeah. So it's like. For sure. And, like, that's another thing, especially in the fitness fitness world is, like, you need to just people. Like, I know when I was coming up, um, when I first started competing, I was looking at all these girls, these pros, and I wanted to look like them. And, like, I just didn't look like them. And I didn't understand. I was like, yeah, I know I still need to build muscle. But, like, how do they get so lean and, like, hard and crisp yeah. looking? Like, I just don't get it. And it dawned on me. They, like, obviously, they're enhanced. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I need to realistically take a step back and, like, okay, I'm not enhanced. So, like, I'm not going to look like that yeah. at the time. So it's like, why? Yeah. Just don't compare yourself to like things that are not realistic for yeah. you, you because it's not you're not gonna be able to sleep at night if you're comparing yeah. yourself to shit that's not realistic. Yeah, and I think it it also takes away your your excuse me um your focus in the gym on on being yeah. a version of yourself that will be a like inspiration to somebody else because it's like if your mind is constantly occupied with thoughts on how you aren't as big or muscular or skinny or whatever, then it's like you're. You're not in the right headspace in the gym to be pushing the way you should be if you're focused on you. So that that was kind of a game changer for me when I realized I was comparing because I used to be I, I've gone through so many changes in my weight with being overweight, underweight, very muscular. Like and when I got down to being really skinny, I was really discouraged because I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to be muscular again. I'm never going to be like I want to be like, you know, bigger and at, at one point I realized I wasn't getting to my goals because I was thinking about other people. And then when I stopped doing that, I started making strides. So um, I think just keep the focus on yourself. And yeah, that was a really good point. For sure. I think like, yeah, I, I've been in the same position with that, like being underweight, overweight, jacked, skinny, <laughs> healed, <laughs> stage lean, not stage lean. Yeah. Like yeah. I've, I've ranged in so many sizes yeah. and it's like, so I, yeah, I yeah. can relate a lot to that one. Okay, so uh, was it me? My turn? Yeah, it's okay. your turn. <laughs> you guys are going to hear us do this in every podcast because we can never remember who was the last one <laughs> to say their point. Um, okay, so hear me out. Uh, the I guess this kind of goes a little back to, to yours too. The personality stealing and like inauthenticity that is mm. kind of generated in like on social media yeah like where like, the fuck does this shit come from like you see these like i, I they're all the I same really started to doubt like i and i think what's happening in this generation like kind of the next generation not with everybody but like i'm i'm seeing people and they don't they're adapting the personalities and the personas and the looks even of people that they're seeing on social media like they're looking at what's getting the most likes okay this person has three hundred thousand followers okay well i need to dress like them be like them okay well, they're talking about this i need to be talking about this thing like okay well they're doing this workout so should i like they're wearing their hair this way like it's it's pushing like it's getting to the point where you don't even know and that makes you question like okay well if this person is just doing something because it's trendy then why can i trust what they're saying with this fitness advice or are they just taking it because it's it got a bunch of likes. It got, it went viral. Is, is is this person literally just saying it for the views, the likes? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it just, I think, and to, just to give an example of this, I had, I had met a, I didn't know this. First of all, I just got into bodybuilding. So I don't know who's famous. I don't know who's cloudy. Everybody kind of looks the same in my opinion. Like, you know, I, if you're in the gym, I'm not going to recognize you from social media most likely. So at my old gym, I had met 
who was apparently an influencer. I've obviously figured that out pretty quickly um, and befriended or she befriended me. And, you know, at first this person was, you know, really charismatic and, you know, just just really seemed like, you know, a type of influencer you'd want to look up to, you know, they were a bodybuilder and, you know, they were off season, whatever. Um, and this person ended up like over time, slowly, I started seeing that they were just mimicking everybody, else. everybody like, yeah. And I would, I would see little snippets of who they really were. Like, you know, I started slowly, you know, talking shit about other people and, you know, just, just kind of like, you know, just the negativity that was the insecurity started to really show. Mm-hmm. And, but in front of people, it wasn't that way. It was, oh my God, I'm this influencer. I'm this, I'm that, I'm, I'm, you know. The things that they were posting, and that was the thing too, I, I got to see behind the scenes of what was going into their social media. And it was, do you think this will get views? Well, okay, well, I'm going to post this because it's going to get views. And then like, there was no consideration for how people were feeling about it. And like, there was literally no authenticity and it was very discouraging to to, to see. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think after, you know, I, I say all this to say, just be mindful of you're not what you see you're, you don't know the person. You don't know what they're really like. Like if they're really like that you or if they're just know. trying to yeah. like mimic something yes. that they think is going to get likes or views yeah. because they're trying to conform to like, oh, I'm a nice person. You can yeah. trust me. And yeah. unfortunately too, and we, so we're going to talk about this, but social media, especially when you're in the fitness world, it is very easy for covertly narcissistic people to hide because mm-hmm. they they are getting examples every single day of personalities that, that get likes they're getting examples of, you know, outfits, you know, like they are getting a roadmap to how they should be and what is going to make them more popular. So, but if you really get to know some of these people, that's not the way they are. And mm-hmm. so again, just be mindful because a lot of people who are covertly narcissistic hide among, you know, people that are genuinely trying to help people, trying to, you know, put it out there and um, they just end up trying to mimic them. So uh, that's my two cents on that. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point because, like, I think with a lot of the influencers, you don't really know them. Like, they try to – there's some that, that are cool that yeah, I, I follow, yeah. but I think a lot of them, you really have to kind of be weird, wary and cautious of, like, if they're being true and honest because people are really, really good, especially narcissistic people, at pretending to be and putting on a facade of what they think people want them to be. And just, like, adapting to what's cool and trendy and what, like, people will, like, trust and believe in. And, oh, you can believe me. I'm such a good person. I'm this. I'm showing you my life. I'm getting on camera without makeup on. I'm, you can trust me. Like, I'm I'm real. I'm authentic. And, like, yeah. I mean, some people are. Like, you and I do the same shit. And, like, I yeah, I'll get on camera with no makeup and we'll do shit. But some people will do that as like an end game almost to, like, try to gain trust with their audience. It's like when we were talking about when guys use that to like the, the last episode yeah. the cheating yes. thing yeah, yeah when they exactly. if they're pressing it to and dude you just you just jogged a memory Ooh, she used to do that this I influencer used it. to do that yeah <laughs> she would literally press how in like in some of her videos at the beginning i've seen a lot of them she'd be like i you know i always say i want to be vulnerable and like honest with you guys and it's like it's a way of telling on yourself you're not being on you're not being honest and vulnerable you're being you know, you're, you're pressing it so that people don't see past, th- so they don't see what's really underneath, yeah. you know? Like, but it also sucks because, like, I know for me, and, like, we've talked about, like, me kind of, like, telling my story more, and, like, I'll, on a later episode, we'll kind of dive into that, but, like, 
I've definitely said those things. Like I want to be more vulnerable and like be open with you guys. Yeah. But like, I'm meaning it from a genuine place, but some people like, and that's why it's so hard to decipher who's actually being real and who's not because you know what I found? What? Like with you, you're going to tell your story and you know, you say that, but like I noticed with her videos, like she would say that only to go and only specifically exclusively talk about herself and like oh, not yeah. try to like like she's just sharing like I want to be vulnerable and this is what me 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 so almost thank like you a guys for supporting me and it's like okay. but where in the freaking hell are you like you're just sharing what is going on with like it's it's just not actually vulnerable or authentic like yeah it's it's not it like, comes off as kind of self saying it in a, yeah in a way yeah exactly that like makes sense. I don't know it it's just yeah. like how the person kind of words it and like comes off and like maybe mm-hmm. their body language and like yeah because yeah. you can kind of see it in their eyes too if you if you really look somebody in the eyes you can you can see like yeah. i always i mean this is a common expression but the eyes really really are the one distant soul yeah like 100 like yeah you can't hide that in your face like you you can put on a smile you can say the right things but at the end of the day you look somebody in the eye you know exactly what they're about yeah and so. we this is kind of like off topic but you and i've kind of talked about this we were driving back from the gym one day And I was telling you about how I can really, like, feel somebody's aura when they come into a room. Yeah. I can feel their vibes, like, without even making eye contact with nothing. Like, I can just kind of feel it. Yeah. And you're more of an eye contact. Like, as soon as you look in their eyes, you can kind of see the type of person. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Like, and I can feel it. Like, just the energy of somebody. Like, I don't necessarily have – sometimes people are a little bit harder to read and feel. Mm -hmm. So, when I look in their eyes, then that can be – that's, like, the the cherry on top. That's what kind of solidifies my feelings towards Mm -hmm. them. But, like – I've gotten so good, and I think this goes back to, like, having ADHD and avoiding eye contact, that, like, my body's just adapted to recognizing things from, like, a feel and, like, a body language and, like, a sense, because I've kind of cut off the eye contact from, like, with masking. Yeah. And so my other senses are just heightened. So now I'm better with, like, just feeling somebody's aura and, like, how they are and, like, if I feel safe around them, if I feel, like, nervous or if they stress me out or if I get, like just bad vibes or good vibes from the person without actually like even having any conversation with them, any type of like, and like with people I know, I can almost even like, if I don't know them really well, but like I've kind of talked to them, like, Mm -hmm. for example, like somebody at the gym the other day, um, I hadn't seen him for a while and I talked to him and I could tell something he seemed really like, he seemed fine, but just like, how he was, like, kind of communicating and just, like, looking at him, I could tell that something was wrong. Yeah. He didn't – did not present that at all. Yeah. He was doing a great job, and then I later found out that he was going through something in life, and he was like, dang, like, I really thought I was doing a good job hiding it. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, I could just – You can feel I'm just it. really good at reading through – some people aren't I, – I can't, obviously. Like, yeah. my past relationships, I could not read through some right. of the bullshit. Yeah. But just, like – I can see through people and like I can feel the energy with them. Yeah. And so I can always tell if somebody's like lying or putting up like a front, like when they say, Oh, I'm fine, I can tell if you're not fine. Just yeah. by like just the feeling that I get around you and yeah. like your vibes. It yeah. sounds so corny, but yeah, it does. <laughs> it sounds like it's, you know, I like your vibes. I can feel Dude, I used to not even understand what that meant too, because like yeah. You know, like, how to explain this? I know I talk about, like, we're, we're going to get deeper into this, but before I had really unpacked, or not even unpacked, before I had even, like, allowed myself to feel any of my trauma, like, I kind of just intellectualized it instead of, like, actually letting 
the feeling settle in. Um, I had a, I have a really close friend in Florida and she is, she's always been that way. She can feel things. She can pick things out. She's very, um, receptive and very intuitive. And I never understood what she meant. Like I, she'd say that she'd be like, I can just feel it. And I'd be like, what the, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what do you mean you can feel it? Like, but I always trusted her because I was, she was always right. But like, you know, now having unpacked so many things. And I think that's like why people can't feel it is because they they're they're uh protecting something that's so traumatizing that it it their other senses are weakened you know like you're you're literally like just in like your your nervous system is in like fight or flight mode so you can't see or feel or like anything danger you know like so and I just say it as somebody who was literally just like clueless and now I can, but again, I can't really feel it as so much as I can see it in your eyes. That's how I detect yeah. it. That's how I feel it. Like I'll look in your eye and maybe that's because eye contact is so uncomfortable. So if I look in your eye and I feel something bad, I trust that. Yeah. You know? that makes um, sense. And maybe I can't detect it right away. And that's, unfortunately, I'm one of those people where like, I'll see it in your eyes, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I want to figure out why. Like <laughs> yeah. I want to figure out what what kind of person are you? Like I get curious. Like and that's the that's the fucked up part. Is like I will stay around people that I know are yeah. bad because I want to figure out what kind of bad you are. Like and you know, I always get my feelings hurt too because I'm like damn. Like I'm like oh I, I know it. they're bad but I ne- they don't know that I know. So like yeah. I can just play it. and dude I always get my feelings hurt. <laughs> I'm always the opposite. I'm always like no I don't like it. I don't like the vibe. I'm gonna be a fucking bitch to you. I don't care. But then like. Oh. And it also, like, it's a blessing but a curse because, like, I feel like it saves me from some of the heartache. But it also, like, maybe this person puts up, like, a front when you first meet them and, like, I'm just not getting the right impression. That's and, like, I I'm think cutting too. myself off from, like, a potential, like, friendship or somebody that could be good. And right. they're just putting up, like, a front. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't know. I need to find that happy medium of, like, trusting my gut instincts and, like, maybe being cautious and weary at first. Which yeah. I think I've gotten a little bit better over time. Like, I've definitely like come out of my shell because I feel like when I was younger I was very reserved and very quiet yeah and like it was really hard for me to like talk to people make friends and be like a center of attention to anything at all like in school and I think that comes from like our trauma trauma background and like the narcissism and everything but I think I've gotten better with that over time instead of immediately because like my whole life I've kind of been able to read people Mm -hmm. and like well you had to because you when you grow up with a narcissistic parent you have to detect you have to be prepared for their mood shift. You have to be prepared for, you don't know what's, a, so you learn to, like, we're talking about pattern recognition. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get extremely good pattern recognition. Yeah. And, you know. Because you have to. Thing. Yeah, you're, you're hypervigilant for their mood shift. You're, yeah. For, like body know, language, anything. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know that shift is going to happen with that yeah. parent. Like, and I think that's one thing people, you know hear this is that you grow up with parents who are you know stable they're the same every day when you grow up with a narcissistic parent dude you, you never, never know you never know what you're gonna get from minute it's to minute. like walking <laughs> on eggshells like yeah. it, always it's like always you don't know and it's so stressful as like a kid because it's like what am i gonna do today that wasn't wrong yesterday but it's wrong today or Damn. are we gonna be friends today or are you gonna like resent me and hate me like it, yeah. you, you never know what side it's like, of the mask are you gonna get yeah and it's like it's scary and like hard and stressful as a kid because you're like you're trying so hard to like be on your best behavior but it's like but i don't really know like what's my best behavior yeah because like you tell me it's different every day yeah because sometimes i can be on my best behavior and then something that happened like if i didn't get a good grade on a test and i'm being perfectly fine that day and then you're going to school me for it and it's like mm-hmm. oh i could have controlled that that test was last week yeah but like i'm being perfectly fine today but you're going to yell at me for it oh so it's like what is good behavior yeah. because as a kid 
okay, I was good today, but you still yelled at me. So yeah. obviously that's not or good behavior. And I feel like yeah. that makes people rebel. And I think like when I was growing up and I kind of got to a point where I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go out and be like a piece of shit and like yeah. party and do all these things. And yeah. like, you can't win anyway. No. Yeah. Cause it, it just like taught me at such a young age, like no matter what you do, like you're still wrong. Yeah. So I'm like, it's... okay, well then I'm going to go fucking get high then. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't uh, give a uh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I might as well. It, have it might fun. be okay tomorrow. It's not okay. Yeah, today, like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it, yeah, that's, yeah. We went wow. off on such a tangent we... there. I don't even remember what the original point was. I know. <laughs> what, oh, we were, yeah. Yeah, you were yeah. talking about the, my, my next point was actually like influencers and stuff. And like, so it kind of leads into that. Okay. And just like, these people get paid to market certain products to their audience. So just make sure that you're doing like your research and your due diligence to like actually make sure that this product is legit because some of these people are great and they're genuine and they're honest. And I love those people that are actually like real with their, their followers. Yeah. And I think there needs to be more people like that, but there are a lot of influencers that will flat out lie to your face. Like yeah. on TikTok, anybody that's on there, but that, have you seen the mascara thing with that girl, Michaela with the L'Oreal? Yeah. Oh, I, I they saw were there accusing her of putting on a fake eyelash, and yeah, yeah, and like it's it's been this whole thing, and like Damn. she was. I remember following her way back in the day during COVID when she wasn't big, and she seemed legit. But I've just seen so much stuff nowadays with people calling her out and being like, she just lies left and right. She lies about this, but she's huge. She's got millions of followers. That doesn't even matter. And she gets like she gets paid so much money from like all these these brands, and it's like it, it get money changes people. And yeah. fame changes people. But, like, in my opinion, I think money and fame change people to who they actually are. I don't think that wow. if you get famous... That's a hot take. I'm just being honest. because I, I think I like, like the hot take. Let's unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack it. I think... And they kind of say this about, like, PEDs and bodybuilding. That PEDs don't give you, quote-unquote, droid rage. Or they don't, like... It just intensifies the person you already are. And, like, I actually believe that because I don't think it should affect you as a person. Like, it, it really shouldn't because, like, yeah. everybody that I've surrounded myself with and, like, personal experiences, like, it doesn't change your attitude and, and how you treat people and, like, your your anger or your not anger or, like, it just doesn't really affect you in that sense. Yeah. And I think that it, the people that it does affect – I think that they're already like that deep down it, yeah. and it enhances who you already are. Yeah. And I think fame and money, I think it kind of does the same thing because these people that get famous and have all this money, like they don't really need to put on like a front anymore because they're not coming up. They have all these things. So it's like, mm. they could kind of like Kanye's, for example, he does whatever the fuck he wants yeah. because that's him. <laughs> but it's I like, love him so much. I'm sorry. I don't I, I'm hot and cold with him because I really love Kim, as we all know from yeah. episode one, but so I'm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Kanye. He's a little nuts, but I respect him. And I think that I, like, I like some of his music and I like some of the things he's like said in the past and, He's just a little. He's just a little crazy. He's hard. I to think keep it depends what side of this. We're, we'll d probably cover this later. But like, if you're, like I'm definitely a red pillar, so I think a lot of the things he says are true. Like he talks about yeah. MK Ultra, and MK Ultra is real. Oh, so that type like, of stuff that he talks about. He, yeah, I mean, yeah, like the like conspiracy he, shit. I'm like, bro, that says, makes a lot of sense. The things he says are real. Yeah, and like it's so out of pocket for people to wrap their heads around because it's so horrifying. Mm -hmm. But like, he, it. I mean, the it's. You've heard more than one person say the things he says, and they always get, like, offed. So it's like, yeah. 
it, yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. But I see I see what you mean. But, but yeah, um, I'm just like I just think that money and like fame it changes people to who they are. So if they're already kind of like kind of sneaky and they really just are self selfish and they only really care about themselves and making money, I think it's really dangerous to have that type of person in that type of spotlight to have like brand partnerships and be an influencer on social yeah. media because. They, at the end of the day, do not give a fuck if they're selling or marketing a product that's going to be harmful to somebody or, yeah. like, they, they just don't care. Yeah, they and they don't care money. if you're wasting your money on something that's absolutely trash. Because they're going to pay $70,000 for the yeah, ad. Yeah, exactly. They're like, I don't give a fuck if somebody, yeah. like, that makes no money. Like, some little little person that yeah. has, like, 1,500 followers. Like, I don't care. And, it's, like, oh, that's, like, I don't know. I just think it intensifies. Yeah. Just because it's hard for people to, like say no to money like what we were talking about with only fans like yeah. with people that like they started you your boundary at, yeah and then somebody offers you a ton of money for something and then it's like you're doing something that you don't necessarily you said you wouldn't do but it's like how can you say no to 10k yeah you know so it's like i feel like it kind of brings out the person that you already were when you have that type of like power and money yeah so yeah. no i think, I think that's my hot really- take on that I mean, and I'm just, like, going through my head of people where, like, you know, what did fame bring out of them? Like, you know, Britney Spears, even Selena Gomez, like, yeah. you know, it, it for her, and, like, just watching her documentary, it seems like it didn't change the core of her heart, but it it heightened her mental health issues. Yeah. You know, it, it brought it straight to light. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back to your thing with the PEDs and the, you know, um, just things that you take as a, as a bodybuilder, you know, in the gym. I, and we talked about this, I started on Anavar and I tried it twice. I tried it like with going into it with like the best way I could, but at the end of the day, because I do, it depletes your serotonin and your dopamine. I'm already low on that. And so it sent me into like a spiraling depression and like, I couldn't take it. So, so you're right. I think because those things are already there, it just heightens it. Like, yeah. and I think, you know, it, it goes back to. Like, I mean, like, with the celebrity so things true. that you yeah. were, like, with Selena Gomez and Britney Spears, I feel like they already probably had, like, underlying, like, mental, especially coming up so young. I feel like that can kind of alter your mental health. And I think, because this didn't happen until they were kind of older, a little bit more like young adults. And yeah. I think that just growing up in that kind of environment definitely shifted their mental health. And I think when they got to that age, just being in the spotlight constantly, it just... It, it sent them into yeah. their their episodes and just yeah. it heightens that disorder that was already there yeah. but it just progressively got worse because of that yeah especially so. Britney Spears and her dad like yeah like you, you just see you can see why like and Lindsay Lohan like you just you can see why people do it so, yeah um yeah I think that's a really great point um is it mine yeah uh this is my last one but uh just <laughs> Judgment is kind of dumb, but <laughs> judgment of ow, oh, I hate my elbow. Not the uh, funny bone. No, how? Um, the you know what I hate when somebody's like, "Was it funny?" Oh, dear God, God, that makes me want to punch somebody in the yeah. face. God. Like, no, bitch, it was not fucking funny. No, I'm hers. in pain. <laughs> um, yeah, judgment of people with the tripod. Oh my God. Okay, I, we're like, gonna go on a tangent on, on this one too. Yeah. Oh my God. I will start by saying. In the last week alone, I have been recording myself, and I am appalled at how many things I've been just slightly doing wrong. Like, I literally recorded myself five times the other day doing just a lap pull down on the machine, and I was like, oh my god, my elbows are going way too far up. Like, you can't catch that shit if you're not recording. And like, 
it took me five tries to be like, okay, this is how you feel it, like, accurately. Yeah. And you're an and experienced like, lifter, too. Exactly. I've been doing this shit for five yeah. years, but I'm like, if you don't see it, it just, like... Like, how are you supposed to yeah. know what you're doing wrong? And, like, I do have something to say for the people, because in this I'll last say week... Say it for the people. I've actually heard, like, on a couple podcasts I listen to, and just people on Instagram, like, with the tripods, and being like, oh, I want to kick the tripod over, like, enough of the tripods, tripod should be banned. Let me tell you this. When I'm filming myself in the gym... Most of that content is not making social media. You know where it's fucking going? It's going to my coach because my coach is going to critique my form and he's going to make sure that I'm doing it correctly. I'm executing the movement right. I'm not going to fucking hurt myself. Mm -hmm. I'm actually making the most of something and I'm learning and I'm not going through the fucking motions. So when I'm recording myself and if you see somebody in the gym, I think we need to change the mindset that, oh, they're going to post it on their social media for their followers. No, maybe they're going to send it to a professional to make sure that they are doing it properly because maybe their coach cannot be there in person and they're actually taking the time to make sure and perfect their craft. So let's go in the gym with the mindset that they're recording it to better themselves and not post on social media. Yeah. Like not everything is. And that's, I mean, that goes back to the judgment thing of like, okay, you're seeing a bodybuilder and you're, you've already got the the preconception in your mind that they're self-centered, narcissistic. Like, you know, they're in there to just look good. And so automatically that means, you must be posting it on your story. And first mm-hmm. of all, even if you want to, that's your right. But also at the same time, I don't really know how y'all are expecting us to know if we're doing this shit right, if we're not yeah. seeing how we look. And you can't, like, like... You want you get strangers just going to come to me like, hey, oh... Like, oh, and if they do, I'll hit them in the face. Yeah, no, like, let, and that's another thing, too. Like, tracking... I saw a girl post yesterday. She's like, check out my um, my growth on my tricep pull-down. My, like, my... Um, yeah, yeah. And like, it was literally a compilation of how her form improved over like two years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, y'all got to think about that. Like, people are out here just trying to make sure they're not pulling anything. Like, so yeah, just, like, just think about that. It, 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 you're for, we've got to stop going into everything with judgment first. Like, yeah. Like, we have to. How would you feel if somebody was thinking that about you? If, you know, especially like if you, if you're new, like, yeah. If somebody was like, like joking you for being in the gym and not, you know, I can understand like sometimes people not wanting to be recorded. Like I, I get it. But like at the same time, I know it's like a little inconvenient, but if you're really that concerned, if you want to like just move to like the other side of the camera or just, but I feel like, okay, there are some people I've seen at some of the gyms that make that put their camera in the middle of the fucking like walkway and oh, they take cool. up the whole fucking area At and 5 they, PM. yeah like there are some people that are very inconsiderate yeah, and it, it's honestly that I, I i have a problem with that because it's like there are other people you need to be cautious and like i keep my camera so i use my iphone here's a hot hot tip and then i put it on the point five, so it makes the camera lens bigger so i can put the camera and tripod closer to me yeah. So it's not having to be super far back, yeah. but I can make the lens look like it's a bigger screen. So right. you can keep it closer to you and not be in everybody's way yeah. and actually be conscious of everybody around you. And like, I also try to limit it. So it's like, I'll just try to get like one or two sets and then yeah. I'll put it away and not be like sitting there. Just leaving it out in the aisle. Yeah. Like, like I, I try to make it quick so it's not in the way and people, if they are waiting for me to be done recording, like I, as, and as soon as I'm done with my set, I don't just leave it recording. I stop what I'm doing and I go turn it off. Yes. So if people are uncomfortable, then it's like, just give me 30 seconds to a minute to do this set. And yeah. then you can like, yeah, just trying Record to be your one set that you exactly like try to be more conscious of like in a busier gym gym environment mm-hmm. of other people like if the gym's Especially dead smaller too yeah if the gym's dead do you bro if you want to yeah. record every single set go ahead but yeah. it's just trying to like we all need to do a better job at 
being more understanding on why people are recording themselves. Most people, like I said, we need to go in with a more positive mindset that they're not doing it to post on their story on Instagram. Like, and even if they do and they're doing something wrong, maybe somebody will see it and help them and correct their form. Like we need to just, people need that. And they need to, like, you're not going to go into the gym and know everything and like have perfect form. Like it takes time to perfect that. Definitely. So we just need to go in with a more judgment free, take a book out of planet fitness, judgment free zone. (laughs) I think too, like, Oh man, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, and this isn't really like an opinion, but like I feel so bad when someone actively tries to avoid walking in front of my camera. Like, please yeah. walk, please walk in front of my camera. Don't go, don't go out of your way to go around me because you're, you know, you are being that considerate of my tripod. Like, it, it's okay. I can get, I can crop you out. Like, it's, you know. Yeah, like I if I'm actually gonna post something on Instagram, it's gonna be like a rep or two. It's not right. gonna be the full thing. Exactly. Please just walk in front of my camera. I, I promise. And yeah, it's I feel not like big every deal. person feels this way. Like if. If it was that serious of a photo shoot, they would have a professional camera and a professional cameraman. Like, just, yeah, you can walk in front of I respect, like, it, it's, it is, like, it's considerate sweet. of the it's person. Like, sweet. if it's me and I see somebody recording, if I can go yeah, around yeah. it, I will. Yeah. But, like, if you can't, like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, don't That's wait. What I mean, yeah. Yeah, don't wait for them to be done. Like, and, and don't apologize either. And also, if you're the person that's recording, I see a lot of these on, like, in, like social media of people getting roasted for doing this. If somebody does walk in front of your camera and you glare at them or you make a huge deal or you roast them on Instagram, shame on you. Yeah. Because this person's at a public gym. So, like, you also, as the person recording, need to understand that there's other fucking people there. Yeah. And it's not just about you. So, if somebody needs to walk to go somewhere because they're in the fucking gym, this public gym... And they walk in front of your camera? Sorry, dude. Yeah. That sucks. And not everybody's just looking around for tripods. Yeah, exactly. And not everybody lower, gives a fuck. Like, like it, it, it's okay if they're going to walk through your, your camera, yeah. like your, your video. Dude, shot. Yeah. Exactly. All right. That was, a, that was a great point. My, my last one. Um, this is a good one. Feeling the urge to always be rocking the latest trends. So clothes, diet, workouts, cardio, um, everything that's new and exciting or that's trending on TikTok isn't always the best way. So going back to kind of the influencer thing, like don't always like fall into the marketing and like the trends of things that you should do, like especially with diets. Like I see this all the time, like keto is really big. Right now it's intermittent fasting and like oh, yeah. there's all these things that people like. And yes, these things can work for certain individuals. Yes, but it does not work for everybody. I don't think it's sustainable though either. No, like, and like you're it, doing this thing that is not going. You're not going to do it forever. And these people do this without a fucking professional. Yeah. Do you? Okay, guys. I know it's expensive. Trust me. I've spent thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on coaching in my life. But to me, it's worth it because it's a professional. It's somebody that I am hiring that knows their shit that I can. Because I don't know shit about. Well, I do know. But the time. <laughs> I'm coaching people. I don't want my athletes to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) No, but like you're hiring somebody because you don't know how to like properly do a fucking Bulgarian split squat. You don't know what your macros should be. Most people under fucking eat. So like, and most people do too much fucking cardio and don't lift like weight train enough. So that is why you're hiring a professional is for those reasons. Like you should not be getting your Instagram from a fucking TikTok video or like your, your tick, like you shouldn't be doing stuff that can be a detriment to your health or jumping on like a trendy diet because that's what everybody on TikTok is doing. 
Yeah. It's not because it's not going to work for every single person. And if it works for you and you just took a shot in the dark, that's yeah. great. That's awesome. But for some people, and I've witnessed this, like working in like corporate America and seeing all of my coworkers. Corporate America. <laughs> no, because I don't know why that's such a funny expression. <laughs> No, all these these women, they go, they do these diets and they do these trends and they do this like these challenges and they lose all this weight and then they gain it all back. And then like, I remember having a conversation with my, one of my coworkers. He was asking me like, how I can, how can I lose weight? Like I, I've been starving myself. I'm only eating dinner and like, I'm not losing weight. And my jaw, when I tell you my jaw hit the fucking floor and I was like, sir, you're eating one meal a day that's like a grown man yeah and he was like it's just like it was like chicken and like broccoli and and he was like i don't understand i've been doing this for a couple weeks and then like i'll go and i'll I'll enjoy myself on the weekend and i'm like you're exactly like this is why you're you're a grown man you're in your late 20s and you're eating one single meal a day and then you're going out and you're not putting out alcohol either so you're drinking every night and then you're going out and you're you're eating shit on the weekends and then you when I ask him, well, what do you do for training? Oh, I don't. I ride my bike around the neighborhood. Oh, wow. And I'm like. That's so, that sounds well, unhealthy. It very. And it's like, and then he would tell me like he'd lose all this weight and he'd do really well. And then he'd gain it all back plus some. And I'm like, yeah. well, it's because you're not like, you're it's not sustainable. Like yeah. you're, you're starving yourself yeah. to death. And then once your body hits that point and you, like you don't really have a reason and you're just kind of guessing on what you should do to lose weight because in a normal person, Oh, starving myself and doing cardio, I'm going to lose weight that way. That's like what makes sense to you. Yeah. And when you get to that point where it's like, this is too much and you binge and you gain it all back. Like, and that was like, what I noticed, they all do these, like these challenges. These like, what's that one that everybody's doing right now? So hard. Hard. No shame on that, that to the yeah. people, but like it, it's not, they stay no, because like, like you do it for so long and then, People don't know how to come out of that because I look at it like a competition prep. Like when you diet that hard and do that much stuff and you lose all that weight and you don't like slowly ease yourself back into normal life, everything you did is going to be basically erased and like you're going to gain it all back and you're probably going to gain it all back not good. Like it's going to yeah. be worse than it was before. Yeah. And you're just going to keep that, that yo-yo dieting and it's just not. Yeah. So my advice, do not take this like trends and shit from TikTok to heart. Please hire a professional. Yeah. Like it honestly, like you just pay a professional. It's yeah. really not that much money if you think about it because like your health should be priceless and you should not put like, oh, well, that's too much to invest in my own personal health a month. Yeah. Plus like, there's like macro, like if you literally find a free, there's like dozens of free macro calculators. If you just put that in and get a general idea of what you should how, how much you should be eating that's such a good and sustainable start right there alone like and then you put you know you go on my fitness pal and you just log your food for a day a week and see what see what you're eating in a week and see how many calories you're going over like and then just start making little adjustments that are sustainable start swapping your 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 jelly for sugar-free jelly, start start getting the sugar-free peanut butter like get just, diet soda yeah, get, um use the sugar-free creamers choices. in your yeah, coffee yeah, yeah. like commit to at least hitting your protein goal like just just mm-hmm. little things like that and like not going we're like committing to just like getting out and like moving yes and going on a walk or like 
hit the gym twice a week. Yeah. Just start with that. Because people, when they start, they want to go all fucking in. And they they burn out so fast. So, like, if I get somebody that wants to start and they're like, I want to go to the gym seven days a week. I want to go on the hardest diet. I want to do this. My answer to them is going to be absolutely not because you are going from doing absolutely nothing. Stagnant lifestyle. You're not tracking macros. You're not eating healthy. And you want to do this like a bodybuilder? Yeah. No, that's way too much for you to do. You're not going to be committed. You're going to hate it. Yeah. So it's like start small. And then once you start small and you reach those goals and it's like you start getting like the rewards of like, wow, that felt really good to actually like get out. And I went to the gym twice this week and I hit my protein goal. Yes. Then like once you do that and you've mastered that, you can like move up to yeah. it. Like it's it's about mastering like – same within the gym. Like, you should not be ego lifting with weight and throwing plates around. Like, you need to master the form first before you start upping the weight. Yeah. Because, oh, my God, dude. I see way too much in the gym. I can't look in the gym long because I see so much shit. And I'm like, dude, you need to take three of those plates off yeah. because you... Easily. You're just... Like, you're just bouncing it, it yeah. off your chat. You're just bouncing... Like, they're just... They're bouncing they're just around in the momentum. Yeah. yeah like, like, the no. momentum and, like, they're throwing... Like, yeah. it's... You should be able to pause... Yeah, at the bottom. And your body, when you're doing like tricep pushdowns, your body should not be bobbing. Yeah. You should be locked in and it should be an isolated movement. (laughs) Not you're bobbing up at the top. Like you should be locked the fuck in. And like if you're bobbing around to move the weight, drop the weight. Yeah. Or like when you're doing a hamstring curl. And, and your, your stomach, hips are your coming up. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucking. Dude. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Just, just you know, be mindful of that, guys, because I promise you, no one's looking at the weights you're lifting. But we, I'm not saying we're ju- we're not judging your form at all, but like we're concerned that you know because you can hurt yourself. You're hurt yourself. Yeah. So it's like you know, and I've fallen victim to that many a times. Definitely, dude. I'm you know, like I'm like, all right, bitch, drop the weight, like, dude. Especially yeah. When you're, and ladies, if you're on your period and you're like, oh my god, I, this, I used to be able to lift heavier. You need to go lighter on your period and. No man is gonna understand that, so you know it's it's okay. So um, I completely agree with that, dude. Also, and I think one of the biggest things that you can do to not think that you have to jump in balls to the wall and like doing all these crazy things is like you need to learn how to you know cut out instant gratification. You know, and I think oh, that's yeah. why people go so hard. Is like if I go hard as fuck, I'm gonna get results quicker and you not newsflash no not not. gonna happen i've been working on my freaking bicep for like three years and i'm still working i'm I'm just now starting to really see like you know like yeah like it's it takes time and you're gonna waste more of it if you're if you're wanting those you want that dream body and it's fitness is not an instant gratification lifestyle that's why they call it a lifestyle because it takes a fucking lifetime so and you need to be consistent and it's not years of just like going to the gym like here and there like when you want eating like shit no it's like committing yeah and sticking with it like yes i've been doing this for fucking dude i don't even know like six seven years now and like i have literally the only Time I've taken a time away from the gym was when I got my breast augmentation. I was out for like a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. And I think that was the longest I've ever taken in the last seven years of the yeah, gym. Definitely. And I'm still nowhere near where I want to be physically with no. muscle. No. And I have been committed as fuck. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like my dieting, everything. Like I it takes time. So yeah. you need to go into it and understand like if you hire a coach. You need to give that coach time to, like, learn your body. And, like, you need to give yourself time to actually make progress. Like, you can't fire them after a month, two months. 
I say like six months and you then you might you won't see it but if you compare your pictures from start to, to where you're at you'll see you'll some see progress yeah. but like it's it takes commitment so you just need to be able to commit to that and just actually enjoy stick. It. Yeah, yeah enjoy it because you're you're gonna be so happy that you just oh yeah the sooner patience. you start the sooner yeah. you get like into the groove and you get those rewards like yeah. it's gonna take a while so it's why so not start rewarding. right now dude Oh, yeah, dude, it's, it's so rewarding. Oh, I love it. I like, was, oh, it's so oh. great. Like, if you hit a new PR, you like, you notice your pump in the gym. Like, damn, I'm fucking yeah. jacked. You know, the, you you're actually feeling the the exercise where you should. Dude, like, the mind muscle like, connection. Like, Wait a minute. I'm actually feeling it in my lap now. Like, yeah. dude, it's amazing. That's how, like, like the, the last couple of weeks, like, since Justin's like adjusted my um my legs and my le- not my legs, my leg day. Yeah, I have felt so much connection with like my glutes and hamstrings. That was always my pain point. It was always so hard for me to activate those. And it's like I'll literally stand there now, and, like I can just activate the fuck yeah. out of my glutes and my hamstrings yeah. and like my quads. And it's. And you can see the progress. Yeah. What about that? Dude, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, like, I want to hear it. It's, it's so rewarding, but it's taken so much time. Like, I've actually had to, like, ego check myself. And, like, when we started adjusting my form back in, like, I think it was November when he had me start resending training videos. Like, I had to drop my RDLs, my Bulgarians, down to, like, 20 pounds. Because it was... I really, really felt that. Dude, it was right so bad. I was like, oh, my God. God. Yeah. Like, like it, this is absurd. But I had no problems doing that because in no, my mind, no. I know if I'm doing it wrong and I'm just throwing weight around for the sake of throwing weight around, there's literally no point I'm spinning my wheels mm-hmm. and I can risk injury. Yeah. And I'm addicted to the gym, so I don't want to not be at the gym. So I don't want an injury. <laughs> I think we I think everybody has that moment where they yeah. where they do realize. I mean, literally every it takes person, time. you have you realize what you're doing, you realize you're ego lifting. Yeah. And then you you think to yourself, was well, it more worth it for me to come across like i can do this freaking eight plates or is it more worth it like imagine you get an injury and that's it yeah and you're, because you want to because you wanted to look strong for strangers like yeah because that's not, nobody is looking at no, you that's, that's the thing like everybody's like oh i'm so scared to go in the gym like everybody's gonna judge me everybody's gonna ju-. like dude no nah, i'm just checking out your fit like that's a cool fit you don't even do that like i won't even look at people from working out i don't i avoid eye contacts like yeah. If, if I'm, like, working since I work at a gym and I, like, see something out there, that's, like, when I notice, like, oh, yeah, the bad yeah. form. But if I'm in the zone, like, I don't notice Oh, shit. definitely not. So definitely. it's, like, you need to... if you see somebody staring, they might just be admiring you. Or they might not even be seeing you. They might Sometimes just be if I'm out. staring off into space and somebody walks in my direct eye contact, they might think I'm looking at them. Yeah. I'm not home. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not there. I am not there. I am, yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was a good one. This is a good, good pod. One, yeah. Um, I do have a song, and Kat does have a book, for the usual, for this week. We will link. Um, also, we got some questions last time. Thank you. We're going to, yeah, I want to do, like, uh, just a whole podcast dedicated to your guys' questions. I think that would be, like, better than just doing one or two. I think just a whole, like, deranged Q&A would be fun. I am so just send us some funny ass shit. Literally any and everything. Like, yeah. it does not matter. Okay, the song. Ooh, it's 222. Oh, oh okay, my gosh! And we started the podcast at one one one. That's fucking sick. Okay. 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 Um, um, the song that I have is called. Okay, it's not rap. It's like really like trancey EDM. Um, Selma by um of Dream. I'll link it in the description. But I don't know. There's no words. It's just very, oh, it was that one that I. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah it's okay. very like trancey, pretty like I. 
stumbled upon it, the sound on TikTok. I actually used to listen to this when I worked my, my corporate America job. America. I used to listen to music like this when I'd work because it doesn't have any like words and it's yeah. very soothing and calm and I can focus to it. Yeah. So yeah, it's a really good one if you're wanting to just like, I don't know, like zone out or if you're driving in the rain. That's a good one. Yeah. You just really want to do some deep thinking. Yeah. I like to do that. I'll listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll send it to you. All right. What's your book? Um, it is Law of Attraction by, I have no idea. Oh, oh, Esther, Esther Hicks, Esther Hicks. Yeah. We'll link it all yeah. for y'all. Uh, I'm sure you, you guys, well, most people have probably heard it. So it's been, it was going on around on TikTok for a while, a podcast. Um, they do like all that Law of Attraction stuff. So it's really good. It's really helped me kind of like stay accountable for like what is my fault not what's my fault but like okay what am I attracting into my life what am I the things that I say Mm -hmm. the people I allow in okay well it it makes me be more conscious of the choices I make because at the end of the day you do create your own reality so I think it's just a really empowering book so check check it out guys cool that sounded so weird (laughs) check it out guys okay I don't know That is the it's pod for this week. Yes, um, hope we you guys hope. enjoyed it. Yeah. We're back um, next week with something random. Yeah, yeah, random. That's just something random deranged. That's pretty yeah. on brand for us. Yeah. So have a great rest of your week. Um, Enjoy. Oh, my gosh. Y'all aren't going to be hearing this until after the Super Bowl. I might. <laughs> depending on who wins, I might be a little mad the next time you hear from us. Well, but like it depends on who wins. Um, Go, go Birds. Because. I'm dead. Buck Patrick Star. All right. Bye. bye.